Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things customer service, marketing, and communications in the K-12 education space. I'm Veronica V. Sofer, a K-12 communications expert with more than two decades in the industry, and I'm your host. Communications is at the heart of everything in education, and I'm committed to bringing on innovative, passionate, and successful experts that are going to teach you how to level up your district's visibility and impact. So whether you're an education leader, teacher, school marketer, or anything in between, Saturday Soundbites is your go-to for information, insight, and sometimes a good laugh. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to get even more tips and tools and to see some of the powerful resources and courses I've created for educators. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer. So excited to be here with you again because we get to talk about all the things I love that include visibility strategy. So this can be copywriting, it could be graphics, it could be messaging, PR, marketing, advertising, all the things you need to really grow your brand and make sure that people know who you are and what you're about. So I've got a great guest that's gonna be joining us today. But before I bring him on, I wanna make sure we take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. If you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, drop us some comments and my guest and I will be sure to circle back, answer them, and connect with you. So let's go ahead and get this episode kicked off. I have the amazing Nick Penan- no, Paninsky. Perfect. Well done. Love that. Got it. Got it. Nick Paninsky. Very good, Nick. Nick's fairly easy. Welcome so much to Saturday Soundbites. And um, I love that we're going to be talking about copywriting because that's my favorite. But before we get into the nitty gritty, tell us a little bit about yourself and that accent of yours. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, my name's Nick. I'm a expert copywriter working with course creators to help them sell their courses uh, one piece of a copy, uh, one piece of copy at a time. Yeah. Um, and in terms of my accent, I live over in the UK in Manchester. Manchester. Okay, very good. Yes. Well, here in the States, we are always intrigued by accents. So we always have to ask because we have a, sometimes we have a hard time differentiating. So I appreciate you clarifying because I'm sure our listeners were wondering right off the bat. Sure. No worries. Yeah. So Nick, tell us about how you got into copywriting. How does one become a copywriter per se? Oof. Uh, Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of practice um god's honest truth um you know like i i think like a lot of people like a lot of freelancers who are around right now um you know um the pandemic hit work dried up in terms of you know my full-time role i took that little pause that everyone else was taking and kind of questioned is my life right now you know uh, is, is my life am i la- <laughs> am i happy in my life right now you know right. and I, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely infused. Uh, and I got targeted by an advert on Facebook. And then before you know it, I downloaded the, the course. Um, and yeah, now I get mentored by two uh, copywriters who sell millions, of, uh, who've sold millions of pounds worth of products and services in their time. So yeah, I'm getting uh, to become a better and better copywriter every day. Yeah. Well, that's great because practice does um, make us better. So I I appreciate that. And what do you find is 
um, where do people have the most need? In other words, when they're reaching out to you, where are they with their pain points or with the areas that they're struggling in? That is a great question. Um, I think the thing that people don't realize the most is like, it's the whole funnel, right? There are, you know, we, we've all seen that funnel, right? And there's that 97% of people out there are not ready to buy from you, but the 3% are. Your system has to be set up, Your, you know, your funnel has to mm -hmm. be set up to try and convert as many of these 100% of people as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so where is their biggest need? If they don't have a high performing funnel. So if we're talking here, you know, Facebook adverts pointed at a lead magnet, download that lead magnet from that landing page, email sequence going through to a sales page. People don't have that, then, you know, and it's high performing, then they're basically playing a lottery with their business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And do you find that most people try it first, you know, uh, do it yourself style? Do you find that most people that come to you have already made an attempt or two and realize that they're not there? Or do you feel like people know they're not there and they don't even try? Uh, it's the first one. People always give it a try, which is great. You know, why not give it a try? It's just writing. Uh, but the reality is it's, it's a lot more difficult than that. You know, it's not talking about, you know, as an example, uh, I was working with a nutrition coach the other day, right? So we're not talking about let's achieve your goals. We're not talking about let's, let's lose weight. We're talking about uh, what that actually looks like in real life. So looking as good in a swimsuit as you do, looking as good in a business suit as you do in a swimsuit. You know, that stuff at the end that they can really grasp hold of. That's the kind of stuff that really moves the needle on sales. Mm -hmm. And what about for... Um someone who is just starting out, what do they need to be thinking about other than the funnel in terms of their message? Because I think, you know, that example that you gave us with the nutritionist, you know, you, you've got a visual of what that, what that um, avatar, you know, you want them to move towards, but what do you feel like um, is the, the biggest issue in not identifying the key message there? How do you help people with that? Oh, that is a great question. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the time, you know, people will come to me and they've done the work, right? They've, they, they've, you know, they've got their client avatar and they will have certain words and phrases and ideas about where their avatar is and where their avatar is trying to get to. Um, the reality is um, a lot of the time, and this isn't for every business out sure. there, but, but for a lot of the time, they're not, they're, they're only scratching the surface. Mm. Um, and my job is not to repeat their words back to them, right? If you come to me and say, Nick, write me some copy. This is my client avatar. I'm not going to take those words that you've written down and repeat them back to you. I'm going to go away and do lots and lots and lots and lots of research to find out, you know, you know, the heart and soul of your client avatar. What is it that they actually want? Mm -hmm. And you mentioned research, and um, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my questions that I wanted to ask you. What what does research look like for a copywriter? And and so we kind of, for those of us who spent hours and hours in the library working on essays or research papers for school or university, we we know what that maybe feels like, and it sounds daunting because maybe it wasn't something we enjoyed. But for a copywriter, research is a little bit different. Tell us what that's like. Um, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's my least favorite part of the job to be honest yeah yeah um i think uh, like everyone else who struggled when they were writing their assignments and essays at school um i'm not the biggest fan of it i i'm i'm kind of like an eager puppy i just want to get going i just want to get writing um so it takes a lot of effort for me to really do uh the research so in terms of what that actually looks like um answer the public is a really good website you know you can type in any topic you want to so if you're writing copywriting it then throws up all the questions that people ask about copywriting and these are all the different ideas about what people are thinking about and then um the different ways that people use copywriting in sentences and then you can take those questions and look to answer them and, and look to research them um not buzzfeed what's 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 that website called uh, reddit reddit reddit, yes. reddit yes, is fantastic one. for research reddit is fantastic uh people just post all of all of their their thoughts there um facebook groups are fantastic um and comments in amazon you know on products that people buy in amazon uh, and comments that people leave at the bottom of youtube videos they, they, oh, this is where i go fine. yeah this is where i go scalping for all the because it's important to use their language back at them mm. mm -hmm. yeah and words matter right so i i love um i love that you gave people ideas on where to go to get some of that information um, so when you are working with the client and you've identified, they, they've already got their, their avatar, they know what their message is and you give them some copy, how do you measure it? Well, that's another thing that we talk a lot about. How do we know that our words are making a difference, especially mm -hmm. in the marketing space? And so how do you, Nick, measure the success of your, of your copywriting, the art that you've created for someone? Yes. Um, okay. So, I mean, it's very measurable, which is really great. You know, it's not like something like um, graphic, well, graphic design or website design or something. It's copywriting is very tangible. You know, you can do an A-B split test on it. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of measuring it, you know, um, you've got open rates on emails, click-through rates on emails, how many people have bought something, when people land on a uh, landing page to download your lead magnet from some sort of advert, how many people are downloading that lead magnet? Mm -hmm. All of that is very, very measurable. Yeah. And that's probably helpful for someone who's determining whether or not they've made a good investment in their business. Um, and how do you guide people on what happens next? So you've got them. You've got them um, understanding what a funnel is and why the right words are important and you're able to see the success. What do you do with um, a client who's ready for the next project? What does that look like? Um, so like in terms of I've built a funnel for someone, then they've come back to me. They want yeah. So do you help guide them with like another, um, another package or another offering because i gotta think that when you've had a successful campaign you've gotten new data from it and so there's probably some spark of idea especially when you've gotten so intimate with their words and their writing that it probably gets someone thinking about what's next like what's the next offering gonna be yes yeah 100 percent um, okay, so the first thing that I would say is mailing lists are key. I, mm. I don't know if 
I don't know who needs to hear that message, but um, mailing lists are key. So ideally, if you've built your funnel and you've launched your products and it's gone successfully, the idea then is to keep that mailing list warm. You know, keep positioning yourself as the expert, keep appearing, keep sharing wisdom, keep sharing value. And I would say, you know, eventually you're going to have a new product to launch at them. If you've kept that mailing list warm, if they're still eager to hear from you, then you can launch your next products at them, mm-hmm. your next service, your next course, whatever it is that you want to launch. If you've got that product, um, that buy-in from your audience, they're much more likely to want to buy from you again, especially if you've already helped them with the, the first course, the first product. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. So Nick, tell us about your book. Um, you've probably got tons of great tips and strategies in there for course creators. Tell us about putting that together and what someone might get out of reading your book. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it was um, it was very simple to write. I wrote it in about an hour. Ah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, wow, that was pretty divine. <laughs> yeah, it took ages to write. Um, but it ba- basically what it does is it takes you by the hand and tells you what to write, how to write it and, and how to set up your funnel um, so that you you know you get those conversions. So as I said, we're looking at Facebook advert, which goes to a landing page to download your lead magnet, talks about what should be in the lead magnet. Um, and then it goes to the email sequence and then it goes to the sales page. And that's what the book basically takes you by the hand to do, mm-hmm. teaches you that. Great. And it's available where? Where can people read this book? Um, um, I'm very possessive. I was just just speaking to my friend a minute ago who told me to put it on Amazon. And I don't want to put it on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know we have a link in the show notes for anyone listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube or Facebook. So I know we have a link and we'll definitely be sharing it. Um, Nick, what are some parting tips or pieces of advice that you want to share with our audience around your area of expertise and what you see working and not working in this space? Uh, okay, there are two things off the top of my head that really, really bug me. Um, so I guess I will share those. Number one is is when you're talking on your website, try and minimize when you use the word I. You know, if you're trying to position yourself as the savior, I will do this for you. I will do the other for you. Your audience isn't, you know, they, they, they don't see you as the savior of their life. They're the savior of their own life. You're... Ah. Mm-hmm. You're there more to guide them. So talk about what they're getting out of it. You know, what's in it for them. Use the word you. Every time you look at your website or your marketing material and you've used the word I, change that sentence around so it's a you. Um, so it's more about what your audience will have. Uh, and the second tip would be um, make sure that your headline uh, is eye-catching and useful. Uh, you know, whatever it is that you're looking to try and sell, you know, there are websites where they will tell you uh, headline formulas, and then there are websites which will tell you how good the formula is. So mm. how engaging, how intriguing. Um, and I talk about both of those things in my book. So go and buy the book. Yes, buy the book. Absolutely. It's got a great book. I want everyone to buy it because if you're looking to improve your skills, um, that, that seems like a, a great way to get a coach that can just guide you through that process, remind you of some of those tips that we forget. And you actually had me thinking, I need to make sure I go check my website for how many eyes there are. So Nick, I appreciate you mentioning that. 
No worries. Great. Now, Nick, where can people find you? What's the best way for people to connect with you? Um, okay, so yeah, there's either on LinkedIn or go directly to my website, www.nickpaninski.com. Great. Awesome. And again, that will definitely be in the show notes. Nick, it was so good to have you on Saturday Soundbites. I really appreciate the tips and I know our audience is just going to love what they learned. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Veronica. It's really absolutely, appreciate Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. That wraps up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. I hope you enjoyed what Nick had to share. Copywriting is so important. And at the end of the day, words matter. So when you are working on your visibility strategy, whether it's in your marketing, your advertising, your branding, or your public relations, remember that words matter. And if you are looking to put together a good funnel, check out Nick's book. It's going to help guide you step by step. So with that, I'm wrapping up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. As always, you can find me at veronicabsofer.com. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe we don't want you to miss any episodes if you are watching on facebook or youtube drop us some comments and nick and i will certainly come back and connect with you so with that i will wrap up by sending you lots of positive energy and light 